Um, well, good afternoon um, and welcome to the launch of the Smart Centres Index 3. Um, and my name is Mike Wardle. I'm the uh, Head of Indices uh, and Director of ZN. Um, and I'll be uh, taking you through the Smart Centres Index results uh, this afternoon. Um, there is time at the end for uh, questions uh, from the audience. Um, if you've used the GoToWebinar platform before, you'll know that uh, you type the question into the question box in the dashboard uh, to the side of the screen. Um, but please do um, ask any questions you have uh, at any point during the presentation. Um, just to a, a little bit of background, I guess, in that uh, ZN has been researching uh, financial and commercial centers for a number of years uh, with the Global uh, Financial Centers Index, which started in 2007 and has been uh, running every six months since then, uh, the Global Green Finance Index, and most recently, the Smart Centers Index, uh, part of a range of work we do to track the development of financial and commercial centers across the world. And the Smart Centers Index is a factor assessment index. It combines uh, perception data uh, through a survey that we run, uh, you know, which is live all the time, um, with quantitative data um, taken from a wide range of sources. Uh, we use advanced statistical uh, modeling to combine uh, the people's assessments of centers uh, with the quantitative data um, to give us the overall Smart Centers Index rating. Uh, by way of an overview um, of the index itself, uh, the index is designed to look at technology and finance centers across the world in terms of their readiness and support uh, for new technology applications. Um, so we're interested in centers which are um, doing innovation, they're doing technology, they're doing science, um, and bringing those uh, together uh, in a commercial approach. Um, the aim of the index is to help investors, governments, and regulators um, look at the attractiveness of technology centers uh, for new products by measuring how attuned centers and their regulatory systems are uh, to attracting innovation and growth. And we track three different measures with three different dimensions in the Smart Centers Index. First of all, innovation, the support, uh, the approach taken in a center to uh, regulation and support for the innovation technology industry um, provided uh, by the uh, ecosystem in, in that center. Uh, second, creative intensity, which is the um, effectively the depth of work going on in the center in relation to uh, technology and innovation industries. And finally, delivery capability, the quality of work being undertaken uh, in technology and, and innovation in that center. Um, the SCI now includes 67 centers uh, in SCI 3, um, drawn mainly from uh, Asia Pacific, North America, and Western Europe, um, but increasingly uh, seeing centers join um, from Eastern Europe, uh, a couple from Latin America and the Caribbean, uh, and from the Middle East and Africa. And I'll go through um, the regional dimensions uh, later in this presentation. So what are the headlines for SCI 3 published today? Um, first of all, London regained its first position in the index with New York falling to second place. Um, it's only, of course, three editions in and London and New York have been sharing uh, the top two positions. Um, but New York is now um, the only center, uh, US center in the top 10. Uh, with Stockholm and Dublin replacing Los Angeles and, Ch and Chicago in the top 10. Um, Oxford, Stockholm, Hong Kong and Cambridge have overtaken Singapore, which fell to seventh place. 
And a couple of um, you know, key messages, I guess. First of all, that Asia-Pacific centers generally score lower for innovation support. That includes uh, regulation than they do for creative intensity and delivery capability. Um, and only two centers rose 10 or more places in the rankings in SCI3, uh, whilst a number of centers, 19 centers, fell 10 or more, place, more places. This is mainly as new centers entered the index and entered at a higher ranking uh, than existing centers. Uh, and this is a feature with new indices of these, these of this type, um, that as the number of centers we track uh, increases, um, then the positioning uh, jumps around. I mentioned that the uh, SCI depends in part upon a survey um, asking people about um, individual places in the world. Um, by sector, um, then you'll see from the uh, chart um, that most people, uh, sorry, 31% of those who uh, answer the survey uh, describe themselves as working in technology in some field or another. Um, and, and a large number of others come from uh, different areas of the finance industry uh, and also professional services and the knowledge base, that is universities, uh, think tanks, etc. Um, by region, uh, the greatest number of respondents are from Western Europe. Um, Asia Pacific is catching up fast uh, with 20% of the respondents in this edition of the SCI uh, coming from Asia Pacific. Turning to the top 20 centers, um, you'll see that um, on the right-hand side, all the centers have increased their overall rating uh, in the Smart Centers Index. Um, and that's actually true throughout uh, all the centers that feature in the index. Uh, we believe this reflects um, greater confidence um, in technology and innovation. Um, people are ranking centers higher than they have done in previous editions. Um, in terms of the uh, ranking, I've mentioned already the top 10, um, with London and New York taking first and second places. Um, some interesting uh, strengths coming through in terms of uh, Swiss centers, uh, Geneva, uh, Zurich, and Lugano, uh, all uh, up in the top 20. Um, and a lot of US centers um, feature in the top 20, um, even though they don't yet make it into the, into the top 10, um, including Seattle, which uh, is a new entrant in this index, and of course has a uh, a deep connection uh, with technology. And looking at the top 20 centers, we can also look at the um, the aspects, that those three aspects um, I mentioned, the three dimensions of innovation, support, creative intensity, and delivery capability. And you'll see that um, in the top centers, uh, they have reasonably balanced uh, strengths in all three of those dimensions. Um, slightly stronger um, in innovation support uh, at the very top of the table um, compared with the other dimensions, but generally the leading centers uh, are strong across all those aspects. Turn to Western Europe. Um, there's seven centers in Western Europe featuring the SCI3 top 10. I just want to mention in passing Oxford and Cambridge in the UK. Uh, we have been tracking those separately, but um, we recognize they are part of the, the golden triangle, as it's called, the grouping um, between London Oxford and Cambridge in terms of technology development. Um, and we'll keep an eye on uh, how best to display um, the golden triangle in the Smart Centers Index moving forward. Um, other centers, as I've mentioned already, uh, Swiss, Swiss centers are uh, strong. Um, and going into the detail of the uh, report, uh, when you have the chance to read it, you'll see that uh, Western European centers are comparatively strong in innovation support. 
Um, so the regulatory systems and other support systems in place in Western Europe uh, seem particularly strong. Um, turning, turning to North America in the top 10, um, only New York uh, features in the uh, SCI 3 top 10. Um, and also US centers are also stronger overall in innovation support than they are in creative intensity or delivery capability. Um, but generally, as I said, uh, the centers towards the top of the index are strong in all three of those dimensions. Moving to Asia Pacific, um, Hong Kong and Singapore uh, make the top 10 and certainly are seen as having uh, great strengths, uh, particularly in human capital uh, in relation to technology and innovation. Uh, Chinese centers um, generally um, are not scoring as high as we might expect in the SCI. Um, certainly in the innovation support dimension, um, they are generally scoring lower. Um, and you know, this is something which, again, we will continue to look at closely as we move forward. Um, Seoul joins the uh, index uh, in this edition um, and uh, enters at 32nd place, um, a, a good performance overall. In the Middle East and Africa, we've now got six centers uh, featured in the index. Uh, Tel Aviv, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, um, all scoring uh, very high um, with other centers um, with a bit of way to catch up. Um, but I think it shows that uh, Middle East and African centers are starting to uh, make their presence known. And certainly um, Tel Aviv and uh, the two centers there in the United Arab Emirates um, are making enormous efforts um, to uh, develop their technology uh, and innovation uh, infrastructure. Um, we have four new entrants in uh, Eastern Europe and Central Asia uh, joining Moscow um, with Sofia and Budapest um, ranking higher um, than the, uh, taking the first two places in this region. Um, and again, we'll need to see. Um, how the new centers uh, that enter the index uh, fare in future editions. Uh, our experience of this kind of longitudinal research is that there's a bit of settling down uh, in the early stages, um, and they may therefore uh, not maintain their positions. Uh, they may indeed improve them. And then two centers um, are featured from Latin America and the Caribbean with Mexico City uh, joining Cayman Islands. Um, Cayman maintained um, its rank position um, and improved its rating, um, but just shows the competitiveness uh, with new centers entering the index that even though it had a strong improvement in its overall rating in the SCI, um, it maintained its rank rather than improving its rank. I'm going to talk a bit about the uh, taxonomy of the um, the quantitative measures that we use in the Smart Centers Index. So we divide the quantitative measures into six areas, uh, looking at technology functions um, themselves, uh, financial services, reputational issues, business environment, human capital and infrastructure. Um, and we are able to use those areas to run the index separately, um, just using the, uh, the quantitative measures relating to each of those, uh, those six areas. And that gives us um, a different range of rankings uh, in the index uh, for each of those areas. You'll see, interestingly, that although London uh, comes number one in the index overall, 
In fact, New York um, takes the leading position uh, in five out of the six areas um, uh, there with London taking the top place in financial sector development. Uh, what this means is that um, London um, will have scored strongly um, in those particular measures um, which are most closely uh, correlated uh, with the index results overall, um, but interesting nonetheless. Um, and you'll see also that um, you know, other centres um, have particular strengths um, in particular areas. For example, taking Lugano, which entered the index at 13th, but it um, is showing at 9th for infrastructure. Uh, Zurich, again, showing very well for infrastructure. Um, and this enables us to uh, track the strengths of particular cities um, as we look at the index overall. I'd just like to make a few observations on the index results. First of all, that um, talking to um, people who represent uh, cities and centres, um, they consistently um, tell us that technology uh, is a, um, a key issue uh, for their development, um, not only in fintech, but also across um, commercial the commercial areas. Uh, the fourth industrial revolution is seen to be an area which it is worth investment vesting in uh, to make sure that um, you maintain a competitive advantage. So cities are exploring how best to exploit new technology, how to promote and regulate growth, how to attract uh, skills and uh, skilled workforce into their, into their ecosystem. I want to talk a bit about innovation approaches. Um, the two things I've come across recently, first of all, um, the, the, the Chinese market is very much talking about ABCD, uh, really focusing on AI, big data, cloud computing and distributed ledgers um, as the technologies uh, which they believe um, are going to drive change um, across finance, but across um, all aspects of um, technology and industry. Um, and the Chinese are doing interesting things. Um, I saw recently um, live feed of a system which uses um, satellite technology um, to match with AI um, and identifies people on building sites who are not wearing their hard hats in real time, uh, which enables the uh, site supervisor uh, to take action. Um, so people are looking really far and wide about how technology can assist um, in all aspects of uh, commercial life. Secondly, I came across um, a system which Huawei is using, the road system. Um, all of the products which Huawei um, wishes to develop um, are matched against this um, the set, of, uh, set of requirements. Um, so they want uh, systems which are real-time, on-demand, all online, uh, do-it-yourself, and involve sharing information. Um, and effectively, they use this as a, a methodology to um, look at uh, innovation and new developments um, and just wanted to share with that with you as you know, an insight into how people are taking things forward. And I guess the, the other thing that comes out of the index is you know, looking at what are the economic strategies which are um, underpinning success. Uh, first of all, education, including advanced university institutions. Um, just about all of the leading centers in the index, in the Smart Centers Index, um, have uh, world-leading uh, STEM education uh, available in their city. 
Uh, second, regulation. Um, we're finding that increasingly regulation is seen as a way to promote innovation, uh, balancing economic, social and institutional frameworks in a way which um, doesn't put too many barriers uh, in the way of innovation, um, but at the same time uh, you know, provides sufficient protection uh, to ensure that new entrants to the market and, and new commercial offerings um, are successful. Um, access to financial investment um, is seen as absolutely key. Um, you need ways to support new business and R&D and also to uh, accelerate, uh, accelerate small businesses into medium and larger scale business. Um, High-class infrastructure almost goes without saying it's a, a, for a successful um, innovation city. Um, there needs to be easy access to digital services and products, and that needs to be uh, robust and fast. Um, and finally, connectivity. Um, allowing collaboration between academic, commercial and regulatory systems um, across different centers and across different jurisdictions uh, to support the flow of ideas and products. Um, so increasingly, we see successful centers uh, building partnerships um, you know, at academic level uh, and at commercial level uh, between cities and between regulatory systems. And to sum up, I guess, if I were talking to a, a city um, who are asking you know, what strategies they need adopt to adopt uh, for success in technology and innovation, these are the six areas um, that really need to be in place. Um, obviously, you need skills, um, whether that's um, making it an attractive place for uh, people to come and live and work, um, or whether it is uh, supporting higher education. You need a policy and regulatory framework in place which allows for innovation. You need infrastructure. Um, you need a collaboration culture um, which allows people to spark off each other and to uh, develop creative ideas. Um, and you need a, a lifestyle uh, offering. Uh, which is attractive for people to come uh, work and uh, and enjoy themselves um, outside work as well. So if, if I were you know, advising a centre, um, I would say that all these six elements are those which um, come out of the Smart Centres Index as important uh, to developing innovation and technology centres for the future. Um, so please do go and um, you know, find the Smart Centres Index. It's available um, you know, through uh, our website as usual. Um, and, uh, and of course, do get in touch if you have any questions on that. But we have time now for um, some questions uh, from the audience. Um, and I will just uh, arrange those now. Um, so the first question I have is from Bob McDowell. Who's asking um, about the existence of universities with a high degree of research reputation being a major contributor to the rankings? I've already mentioned that, um, uh, and I can you know, dig some figures out on this maybe uh, for you, Bob, another time. Um, all the leading centers in the index um, have institutions who are ranked uh, in the top 20 um, in the key uh, disciplines uh, of maths, engineering, uh, and science. Um, so there seems to be a direct link between having um, you know, world-class uh, higher education institutions uh, focusing on STEM subjects um, and the development of um, smart centers uh, and the uh, technology offerings that, they, that they're able to bring, bring to market. Um, 
and th th this is important we think for for two reasons uh, first of all the supply of um, skilled people into the workforce but secondly um, the whole issue of innovation um, you know research institutions uh, in universities um, are always asking new questions or even asking questions to which there isn't really an answer um, to take forward thinking and to innovate um, in a creative way um, and we think that is one of the reasons that this is uh, an important area um, for for development. Um, do keep your questions coming. Um, we'd love love to hear from you. Um, but I have another question on you know, whether on sorry the the ranking of um, Asia Pacific centres and in particular uh, Chinese centres. Um, we are surprised, I have to say, that Chinese centres don't feature higher uh, in the index at this moment. Um, a couple of reasons that um, you know, might be driving that. Um, first of all, um, remembering the, the, the range of respondents to the SCI questionnaire, uh, currently uh, a large number of respondents to the questionnaire are for Western Europe, and those people may not um, rate uh, Chinese centres as highly uh, as, they, uh, as others might. And so we'll be looking carefully to see uh, the balance of respondents to the questionnaire over time uh, and whether that changes in favor of Asia Pacific centers. Um, the second reason is that um, in particular, Chinese centers don't score as high for innovation support. So there's something about the, um, the regulatory systems in China, uh, which at the moment are not seen to be um, supporting innovation uh, as much as they might. Um, as I say, we're, we're surprised um, the Chinese centers don't feature a little higher in the index, given what we know of the developments uh, in China. Um, but, but for the moment, that is the, uh, the, the, the data that we have. So I've got uh, another question, which is um, to do with um, US centers. Um, and you know, the, the, I think the, the, the preponderance of US centers in the top 20, but not yet in the top 10, um, I think shows um, in particular uh, the strength of the US in relation to uh, education, innovation, and investment in R&D. Um, the US centers um, you know, are seen uh, to have uh, you know, a very strong uh, regulatory system, um, but in particular, very strong uh, innovation, um, bringing new, new products to market, and particularly in you know, the development of uh, digital um, digital systems. Um, one of you know, the fact we've all been zooming over the last year is because someone innovated um, some years ago to uh, develop um, you know, video conferencing um, across the world, um, and you know, it's no accident that that happened in California. Um, so I think the the, the approach of um, Silicon Valley, uh, but also other centres in America, um, you know, is is really key uh, to understanding why. Um, you know, American centers are, are doing well. So at the moment, um, I don't have other questions coming in. It, do please send a question in if you uh, would like to. Yes, another question from uh, Bob McDowell. Um, 
I suppose how, um, how how much do regulators recognize the importance of their contribution? Um, and I, I'm not sure is, is the honest answer. Um, certainly regulators that I have spoken to um, about the regulation of uh, new technology um, see the, 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 the importance of financial regulation and business regulation, uh, in, as it were, to protect consumers um, but also to ensure um, you know, that there is a route to market for innovative products. Um, this is particularly uh, true in fintech. Um, in relation to other uh, parts of the uh, regulatory system, um, as yet, I think regulators aren't um, really focused yet on how to use the regulatory systems um, to, uh, to support innovation. Um, and we hope, of course, that the Smart Centers Index helps them to see um, that uh, they do have a role uh, in relation to this development. And at the moment, I don't have any other questions in. So um, I just uh, say to you, please do go uh, to investigate the Smart Centers Index uh, on our website. Um, I hope you'll find it a, a good read. Uh, and of and of use, um, and we look forward to developing the Smart Centers Index Four, which will be published in November of this year. Um, if you haven't taken the survey, um, the details are up on screen at the moment, um, and we'll remind you in the follow-up email that we send. But please do uh, take a look at the Smart Centers Index Survey uh, and get involved in uh, rating centers that you know, um, and uh, getting involved in taking the Smart Centers Index forward. Um, many thanks to you all for your attendance, um, and please do get in touch if you have any follow-up questions. Uh, we'd be delighted to uh, share that with you. Um, but so, thank you very much for your attendance this afternoon. I'll give you a few minutes back in your diaries, um, and thank you very much uh, for, for for coming along. Thank you.